Testing. One, two, three. I don't think this... Is this thing on? Captain, I know we're in a hurry, but this puppy's starting to growl down here, you know what I mean? I hear you, stomach. I wanna be... my friend, and welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 482, and I'm here once again, not only to help you have the best possible vacation experience when you come to Walt Disney World, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with the podcast, videos, the amazing team of blog writers, my live broadcast every Wednesday on Facebook Live, my books, audio tours, new projects I'm working on and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. So as part of the Copper Creek expansion to Disney's Wilderness Lodge, the new Geyser Point Bar and Grill opened along the shores of Bay Lake. This beautiful open-air lounge welcomes adults and families for a relaxing bite amidst the cedar beams, natural stone, and the resort's overall rustic beauty. Well, this week we sample... Well, all of the menu, and then some, as well as some of the unique artisanal beverages. So pull up a chair with us around the table, grab a fork quickly because we eat fast, and a drink, and find out what we think about the decor, the drinks, and the dinner, and share your thoughts with us as well. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package, then stay tuned to the end of the show for more information about upcoming WW Radio events and meets of the month, including Disneyland, and your voicemails, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. If you were to ask me what my favorite resort in Walt Disney World is, I would probably give you an answer that would include seven to ten of the Walt Disney World resorts. Um, but very close to, if not at the top of my list, would be Disney's Wilderness Lodge. I talk so often about the transformative experiences as you go to different locations in the theme parks. But I think in terms of resorts, when you drive up and certainly when you walk through the doors into that grand cavernous lobby... You are transported not from the 106-degree, 97% humidity of Central Florida, but to the Pacific Northwest of the Americas. From the design to the decor to the rock work and the music and the carvings of the totems and everything in between, I think Wilderness Lodge is absolutely spectacular. and It really makes you feel as though you've gone to uh, a resort somewhere else. And in the past, I have reviewed places, not just like in the lodge itself, like Whispering Canyon Cafe, but I was here a few weeks ago to see the Copper Creek expansion as part of the Disney Vacation Club, and while the cabins may be one of the most spectacular places I have ever been to 
anywhere on Walt Disney World property, one of the things that very much impressed me and the reason why I'm back so quickly is the Geyser Point Bar and Grill. It is an outdoor, covered, open-air, lodge-slash-lounge-type environment, which sits just behind the main pool, uh, behind the main building here at Wilderness Lodge. And I knew from the moment that I stepped foot in here that this was going to be a place that I was going to want to return to and expect that I'm going to return to often. And actually, somebody that I'm sitting with, even before we ordered anything, said, I have a feeling this is going to be one of my favorite lounges on property. I agree with this man, who is not only handsome, but is brilliant. And he is, of course, Nicholas Peter Mangello. I'm only here for the food, the glorious geyser point food. Apple not falling far from the tree. And speaking of beautiful apples near the tree is Marion Mangello. Yep, that's me, the apple from a tree. <laughs> you can tell as, you know, if you've heard the show before, you can hear as Marion gets older, <laughs> the little bit of the snark is, is, is growing with it. Oh, the look of death that I'm getting. And obviously she gets that from her mother's side, and that is why Deanna <laughs> Mangello is here as well. It's definitely not from my side, but hello everyone. So um, when I came home a couple of weeks ago after a brief media preview, I remember telling you how impressed I was uh, at this location and, and some of the food that I just had a chance to sample. So before we get into the menu, and I know you guys are hungry because you are my family, tell me what do you guys think of just this venue itself? I, I will take pictures and I'll post them in the show notes because it's going to be hard to articulate. It's this long open air cabin and we're sitting right by the water and the breeze even on a hot day like today the breeze that's coming off the water is just delightful what was your thoughts as you first came and sat outside here well first off i really liked uh a few years ago we went on a cruise to alaska and i feel like this resort really just like reminds me of how it was and like kind of like how it looks and everything even though it's not as cold. You mean that rusty that rustic sort of woodsy feel to it? Yeah. And I really like that about like the lounge. It's very like woodsy and even with like the lake and stuff it just reminds me a lot of going to Alaska. So Right, because you have the, the large like stone sort of hearth type entrance and then the exposed uh, beams overhead. So I'm a very outdoorsy person and I love the open air of this. So you could come here with a bunch of friends and hang out and the open air and the fans and the breeze, even on a hot day, would probably be wonderful. It's probably even better at night. So we might just have to stay here a few hours until the sun goes down to our actually experience, get the full experience. I'm still hung up on the fact that you're an outdoorsy person, but we'll, we'll take that offline. But I think you look and, and dusk, you know, is my favorite time of day. But even now, in the late afternoon, um, you know, as the sun is starting to go down, there's ceiling fans, there's a beautiful breeze. It is com- When I say it's wide open, I don't mean that there's open windows. I mean, three of the four walls are all exposed. Nichols, what did you think, because this is your first time here, as you stepped into Geyser Point for the first time? So, like, I pictured me, like, walking through the woods, and I found this, like, village, and I just walked in, and this was there. And turn around. Now, we happen to be sitting near the water. Just look at that view of Bay Lake. Isn't that just, like, peaceful and calming and delightful and just make you want to eat everything on the menu? 
It's beautiful, and you can also see the abandoned Discovery Island. Oh, look at you bringing up the history. Give me a high five there, brother. And river countries around here, so... One of these days, I'll take you guys out on a boat, and I'll show you where Discovery Island and River Country were. But I know why we're here, and this is why I bring you guys with me. We are here for some of the rustic fare, as it says on the menu. And there's actually two menus that we're going to talk about. When you get the Geyser Point Bar Grill menu, the first thing that you notice when you open it up is it is not a single-page menu. It's actually a trifold menu, and inside, you can see this is very much, first and foremost, for, you know, a bar because there is a wide variety of featured cocktails and specialty cocktails as well as probably what Deanna there's probably 25 or so uh, different beers on the menu there's lagers and pilsers and ambers and hard ciders and hard sodas and pale ales but if you look at some of the feet the that you before I even got to sat down Deanna ordered the sangria there's a huckleberry punch which has huckleberry vodka uh, cream de cassis Lemon juice and cranberry juice, a whippersnapper sour, which sounds like it was named after my kids. It's whippersnapper whiskey with sweet and sour. You had the Cascadia Sangria cocktail. That's the black cherry vodka, fresh lime and orange juice with Columbia Crest H3 Merlot. And I, t- I tried this during the media event. Tell me how nice that is, right? You get that, the Merlot, and it's still, it's, it's, I know the word you're going to use is it's very refreshing because that's exactly what it is. It is. It's extremely refreshing. And they, when they give it to you, it's actually cascading because the top layer is the Merlot and the bottom layer is like, a, what is it, an orange sangria? It, no, it's a, the, the lower layer is a, it's a black, I'm sorry, you got the, it's the black cherry vodka, lime juice, and orange juice. So the Merlot sort of floats on top of the orange juice. It is. It's extremely refreshing. And you're sitting out here, and, you know, it's lovely. And just a a quick point. Did you notice something when you picked up your glass? First of all, it's got this little sort of finger indentation, but it's plastic. I know. It's not glass. Right, because if this falls on this... Because you're clumsy, right. (laughs) Um, There's also a black cherry mule that has, again, the black cherry vodka, lime juice, agave nectar with fever tree, ginger beer, and a Northwest iced tea dark rum, potato vodka, uh, aviation gin, Contro, sweet and sour, a splash of Coke. Those all run from about 11 to $12. And there's also a number, looks like there's nine or so specialty cocktails, an apple mule, a grand margarita, Mai Chai, uh, Mai Tai, black cherry lemonade, banana cabana, which makes me start thinking about the cruise, a uh, cocojito, which is coconut rum, coconut water, and lime juice, a frozen strawberry margarita, pina colava, a, a, a frozen moscato, and again, like you said, there's also wines and sangria. There's also a bunch of non-alcoholic beverages. I'm surprised you guys didn't get one. There's a lava smoothie. Yeah, we did. Oh, you guys got what? You yeah, guys? That's on the menu. It's at the oh, you got you got the Blue Sky yeah. Organic Root Beer. It's actually pretty good. I, when I hear organic, I don't. I usually think like, oh, it's probably made of like dirt. But it's like actually pretty good. It it's so, made of dirt. So basically, your mother feeds you dirt. Because half of the food I feed you is organic. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, there you go. That yep. sums it up. Marion's definition of organic. Dirt. <laughs> dirt everywhere. <laughs> they also have smoothies and lemonade. I know the all-natural lemonade. But let's get to the meat and potatoes Wait, of this. You finished that whole thing already. This is a wonderful thing on this glass, this notch. It holds your, you can hold your glass so wonderfully with this one little notch on this plastic cup. All right, let me talk about the food. Oh, okay. So you're going to talk about, so I want you to read for us, Nicholas, 
the rustic fair menu. But before we get into it, I, I want to just quickly say, I think part of the reason why I wanted to do the review here was one, I wanted to come back, two, I'm famished, and three, I really enjoy the food. But I really think that a lot of people don't think of the resort lounges as a place to go and eat. They think maybe if I'm staying there, you go have a drink at night. They don't realize not only is it a place that you can come with your family and with kids, but there are unique menu items that you can only get here. Look, Territory Lounge, we reviewed a few years ago, is one of my favorite lounges, has great food, the pretzel with the, the, the fondue. You guys weren't there with me. The apple and the pretzel and the bread. But okay, we're hungry. You don't need to talk about it. Well, I do need to talk about it because not everybody knows that this is here. He needs to express his feelings about geysers. Let me express my geysers. feelings. He is expressing his feelings about food, which is not appreciated because I'm very hungry. <laughs> well, that's good. All right, so Nicholas, let's go over the rustic fare. What is the first thing on the menu? Crispy fried oysters, which I'm very excited about, with miso tartar sauce. Okay, so miso, tartar, and sauce are three of my favorite words all put together. Those are $12. What's next? One of your favorite words is tartar. Yeah, like tartar sauce. You know, no, I don't, I don't mean tartar like teeth. Listen, quiet, girl. Move on. What's next? All right. So next is edamame with chili salt. And we, lo- we love edamame. Edamame. It tastes life. good, and it's good for you, by the way, too. Ha- hashtag organic for life. And then... Okay, the- wait, say this next one really slowly because it sounds so good. Do you, listen, s- slow and deep dulcet tones. Go ahead. Cheesy barbecue brisket. No, wait. Sh- sh- did you hear the angels sing as you said that? Okay, go ahead. With house-made chips. 11 bucks. Deal. Marion, what's next? On, what's next on the menu? Uh, the shrimp on a wire with miso lime vinaigrette, togarashi, shishito peppers and chili aioli, and then there's the slime. I was about to say slime. The salmon <laughs> riette, roulette, riette, yeah, with sourdough crisps, not chips, crisps, and handcrafted char cut. Don't hurt yourself. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. It's a big. It's a plank with meat and cheese on it. That was. That's fourteen dollars. You do want that. So there are six items on the menu, and I'm I'm at least loving six of those. But but here is the little hidden gem of Geyser Point that we just discovered. Right next door to the bar and grill is a walk up counter service quick service location, which is a. Um, it's an easy way to get sort of um, quick service meals. They have burgers and sandwiches and salads and kids' meals. But check this out. You can either walk up and order it yourself and, asterisk, if you have an annual pass, you get the AP discount there. Or you don't get the annual pass discount, but your server here at Geyser Point will go and get it for you. I want to read this nice and slowly. Under burgers and sandwiches, they have a lump crab cake sandwich with house-made Canadian bacon and spicy cabbage carrot slaw. Do you hear the, the geyser in the background? It's so majestic. A grilled salmon BLT with lemon caper mayonnaise, smoked turkey sandwich, a bacon cheeseburger. Marion, check this out. A bison cheeseburger with Tillamook cheddar, sweet onion straws, lettuce, tomato, and look, it's, I kid you not, it's called Marionberry Barbecue Sauce. 
whatever. They have a salad, a portobello salad, a grilled chicken and grilled salmon salad, as well as kids' meals as well. So I think this is what we need to do. I think that we need to order all this. Do we want everything on here? Yes. yes. Including the charcuterie? Or, yes. or I think... No, no just, we all, need everything just, on here. All of that. Everything on here? Yes. <laughs> you guys are vultures. What, is he made of money? <laughs> yes. We need all that. You need... Okay, but I really we have okay, to get the bison bad. cheeseburger. No, too bad. All right, I'm. Yeah, I'm wait a minute. I'm going to do this. I'm going to a charcuterie. It is what it is. I'm going to bypass a charcuterie no. for the bison cheeseburger. No, I want that. You should Just whine a little bit. Just get them all. We have to try them all for the, for the review. We're, we're doing it for we're doing it for our friends, the listener. And look, the, there's two as, other as empty my, chairs with as us. My father would say we're working. This is all for work. Right. We're doing it for the <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get paid. Like, come on, Dad. Um, you live at Disney World and get to eat at Disney World. Um, yeah, but where's cash, bro? <laughs> cash me outside. How about that? Yeah, you know what? I got three words for you. They're called "get a job, kid." That's actually four. Whatever. Get a job. All right, we're gonna order everything on the menu and the bison cheeseburger. Who thinks they're most excited? Raise your hand. Me. Liz, my new best friend, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, first of all, how long am I allowed to sit here before you kick me out? Because I don't think I ever want to leave. Midnight. Midnight. Yeah. I can do that. We can. I can. Uh, I can order this. I can order multiple times. Okay. So, Deanna, you just ordered one of the other uh, featured cocktails, which Liz, you said, are only available here. So, the Huckleberry Punch, Whippersnapper Sour. Cascadia Sangria, Black Cherry Mule, and Northwest Iced Tea are only available, which I love. I dig the fact that you have cocktails that are unique to this venue. We also have a beverage on our secret menu that is not on there. Wait, wait, did you just say a secret menu? menu. (laughs) It's called the Blue Wilderness. It's made with lime juice, pineapple juice, Zodiac Black Cherry Vodka, and Blue Curacao. I'll have that. Oh, and it almost sounds healthy because you start out with all kinds of vegetables first. I mean, fruits, not vegetables. Sorry, I'm looking at the menu. So, is it, wait, so is there anything on the secret, like, food menu? Just kids. Just. I don't want any more kids. I have, I already have two kids of my own. I don't want to order any more kids. What's on the secret kids menu? Uh, We have fried chicken strips instead of just grilled. We could do grilled cheese, and we have Uncrustables like peanut butter and jelly, too. Nice. Uh, nice. But when I see when I see Rustic <laughs> Fair, so what's your favorite item on the dining menu? On the Rustic Fair or on the entrees? Rustic mm. Fair. So wait, you mean, when you say entrees, you mean? Like burger, salad, sandwich. Right. Oh, okay, from the, from the walk-up. Okay. Right. I want your favorite from either or both. Okay, so my favorite on the Rustic Fair would either be the crispy fried oysters or the shrimp on a wire. Shrimp on a wire comes with a really cool presentation, which I'm not going to spoil for you if you do decide to order it, but that's definitely a cool way to go. As far as burgers, salads, and sandwiches, the salmon BLT is my favorite for sure. Wow. Because what we were going to do, what what I decided to do is, uh, under Rustic Fair, we're going to do all that. One of each? Yeah. Do we need to do the charcuterie? I have a feeling... She wants a charcuterie. That's fine. And I was going to go bison cheeseburger. But I think we might have to do the, the salmon BLT. That's okay. really good. Wait, you're saying salmon BLT over bison, bison cheeseburger? Yes. Personally, yes. Yes. The That's bison good. burger is definitely the most popular. 
but the BLT is my favorite. Okay, let's do it. So what that means is I have to come back for the bison burger, right? I'll be, yes. just just put a little reserve tent card on here, and I'll be back like tomorrow morning. All right, so we're going to do all of the rustic fare, and we'll do the grilled salmon BLT, please. And would you like waffle fries with that? Or? Or we have a quinoa salad. <laughs> waffle fries. <laughs> look at me. Does it look How much quinoa does it look like I eat? All right, we'll do the waffle fries, please. And if we can keep these here, that would be great. And we're super excited and hungry. Yay! Aren't you excited and hungry? So on our charcuterie board, we do have a salami, Berkshire prosciutto, duck riette in a tiny little jar, whole grain mustard, arugula, cornichon, parmesan, thank you, all tossed in lemon and olive oil, and some sourdough crisps for you. I dig it. Oh, go over everything. everything, Yeah. Okay. Because you know what two is? We're torturing my family that they're not actually eating it. So take your time. All right. So we have crispy fried oysters with some uh, sliced sweet potato and a side of miso tartar sauce. Shrimp on a wire. It is chilled with a side of sambal aioli. Salmon riette with some sourdough crisps on the side. Cheesy barbecue brisket dip that is topped with provolone and Tillamook cheddar with a side of chips and edamame with chili salt, and a grilled salmon BLT. I think I got everything. Did I? I just, yeah. Yeah, she got that. She got, oh, my God. There's a lot of food here. Yeah. I'm excited. So we need another... Um, all right, so let's dig in quickly. Uh, I think we're going to start off with the Christmas. What are you, well, first of all, what are you most excited for now that it's come out? Uh, yeah, everything, everything pretty much. So good. Like, these oysters, too, look de- decadent. All right, good. Dig right into the oysters. Knock yourself out. Oh Whoa. Whoa. Those are... Oh, like, whoa, that good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so what do you think? So, the coating is extremely buttery, and the crisp texture is amazing. And so, I haven't, so I haven't tried it. Now, the, the thing about oysters, especially when you cook them, is you can't overcook them because, obviously, they, they, get, they get rubbery and they get hard. They're very, very buttery. It's they're, delicious. They're just so, like, soft, and they just, like, break apart, and they melt in your mouth. In your mouth. What do you think? Three isn't enough. That's amazing. All right, now, and guys, thank you for leaving one for me. I'll just take like a, a little yeah, taste. I'll eat the rest. I'll eat the rest. I'll eat the rest for you. I'll eat the rest. No, you already had a full one. Mm. Is that delicious? You need like and that that miso tartar. You need like fifteen. Is phenomenal. I know. Yeah, three. You get three, but they're large oysters. Very large. And that's why I said about the texture, because especially when oysters are larger. They can sometimes get a, to be a little bit r- rubbery. These and they look delicious because they're very buttery. They are, and, and that's, they are very buttery. You're right. And so there's also sort of a um, uh, sweet onion sort of potato sweet straws. Sweet potatoes. Sorry, sweet potatoes. Sorry. How are those? Really good. Good. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to what's next. We got to go to what's hot next. You want to go to the salmon? No, this dip is hot. Oh, they, the, that's the cheesy barbecue brisket with house-made chips. So it's actually a dip with the chips on the side. Yeah, and you can't, you got to try to cut into the cheese. There you, you go. Here you go, take the knife, knife, spread it on there. Oh, look at that. Wow. How's that? Oh, my goodness. Hold on. i got to eat some. What do you think, Nicholas? It is amazing. Mm. <laughs> with the texture of the cheese... Is absolutely it's it's absolutely delish and it's piping hot, which I love. I love hot food. 
hot food mm. makes it that much better. That is so good. It's like a um, it's like a brisket chili almost uh-huh. that you would. Oh, wow! That's really really that good. good. Women then. It's um, it's it's there's a a sweetness yeah. to the barbecue sauce that is cut by the creaminess of the cheese and that brisket. It literally just melts. And the homemade chips are cooked to perfection. I love crispy chips. There's keep talking. Keep talking. I want to have another one. There's something like a nothing better than a crispy chip. I will take salty over sweet any day, and these chips are amazing. Liz, somebody ate our oysters. We need another one. No, we don't. We eat no, so. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, great. Okay, oh. They're good. That is so good. Those are delicious. All right, let's keep going. Let's finish one more taste of this because I want to eat it while it's hot. See, now, those two, you can sit out here with a drink or a lemonade or an iced tea. Tell me that's not nice. So good. Mm-mm-mm. So good. Amazing. That's all I have to say. All right, let's move on to... um, That's chill. Let's go to the uh, salmon rillette, which comes like in a little uh, mason jar and about seven or eight large pieces of sourdough crisps. Thank you very much. Nichols, did you try it with the salmon on it? Yes, it's really, really good. So it's almost like a... um, It looks like a a salmon salad. Almost like a salmon pate. Mmm. Mm. Oh. That's really good. Wow. Wow, I was not expecting that. So there's something about eating salmon in this atmosphere. It does bring back our Alaska cruise because the salmon is so... It's so fresh. So far. It tastes just very, like, refreshing. It's really light. I want dill. Mm-hmm. There's a nice refreshing dill hint in there. It's not mayonnaise at all. It's there's the salmon is good quality. It's really really good on these wonderful so, pieces of lightly toasted bread with a little bit of olive oil, which actually adds a you know a nice crunch to the salmon, which is really good. Mm-hmm. This was one that was probably a little bit lower on my list of as I was sort of ranking what I wanted in order. Because sometimes I have to sort of have to be in the mood for salmon, but this is delicious. And it's the one thing about it too, like salmon as a whole, is it's not fishy at all. It is not a fishy type of a dip, and there's a lot of it in here too. Well, because the other thing is, is that I added spices to complement the salmon, so that's why it doesn't taste as fishy as you sometimes get salmon, and it can be fishy. And. The other thing, too, if you look, it, it's actually, I mean, there's, it's all salmon. There's no sort of filler in the dip. You know, sometimes you get, like, crab cake or, like, a crab dip, and there's a lot of filler to it. There's no filler at all. The dill is terrific. Mm-hmm. You like that? And really good. It's, like, it's not, like, hard. It's easy to, like, eat. And... And there's a lot. There's a lot yeah. of that dip in there as well. And when you order the chips with the brisket, you can use the chips to also eat the salmon. <laughs> you can mix and match. All right, let's let's stick with salmon then. Let's move over to the um, the grilled salmon BLT with the lemon caper mayonnaise. This is twelve forty nine. This comes from the walk up. 
the first thing you notice, and I'll post photos um, in the show notes over at www.radio.com, is this is a large sandwich. Like, this is a huge, hearty sandwich. You can see that there's big strips of bacon sticking out the other side as we take the top off. There's a, I mean, there's a large piece of grilled salmon in there. Nicholas, I'll let you take this first half and take the inaugural bite. And let me know what you think. Ladies, why don't you, um, get you try that one? Hallelujah. <laughs> Good, Marion. Take a bite and let me know what you think of. That's a big sandwich. Like that's a, that's easily shareable mm. by two people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> How do you really feel, Nicholas? So, what do you think of that? It's good. It's not like hard. It's not like hard. It's the salmon. It's really tender and moist. It looks like a, um, and it just also looks like there's a, um, uh, like um, there's some greens on there, some arugula. Yeah, I don't want to think as we. Sw- you talk, I'll eat. So the bisque, the bacon is extra crispy, which I love. This is a very, very big sandwich. It's extremely shareable. So, but the salmon is cooked to perfection. And the, what kind of aioli is on there? Uh, it's mayo. It's just mayo? It's really No, it's a lemon caper mayonnaise. Yeah. And that's what I taste is the capers. capers. I love capers. And you know what, too? I love it on the multigrain bread. It's really good. When you look at it, you expect it to be pretty heavy and, like, pretty, like, I don't know. Yeah, heavy. But it's actually really light and, again, really refreshing. And it's, like, I don't know. It's really good. I like it. Hmm. You know, you guys have to talk me into that. And... I would make a trip over here just for that. Yeah, talk you into it. You're like, oh yeah, sound BLT, let's go. Well, no, I wanted the bison cheeseburger, which we still we still might actually get as well. You guys have been picking on the edamame with chili salt. We go out for Japanese food at least once or so a week. Um, I love when they put a little bit of the chili salt on it. How how's the edamame? Well, I really like when um, you go to the restaurant and you get green tea salt, but I've never actually tried chili salt on edamame, and it does add a little bit of a kick, so if you don't like spicy food, try not to eat one with a lot of spice. But the, but. the, chilies, the, the chili salt sort of sits on your lips, like you don't really taste it, especially because the way you eat edamame, right. it doesn't sort of sit on your tongue, it really sits on the lips and just right, on the, right sort of on the front of your palate. Right. I really like it, it's really good. And it's good, it tastes good, and it's good for you. That anamai with that chili salt is really good. It gives it a good little kick. I like the little zip. I like, yeah. yeah. And it rests on your lips, and it's like, it's just, and it's good, and it's healthy for you too. So nice because it's, and you eat that, and it counteracts anything else that you eat that is not healthy by my definition. Whoa! What are you moving my salmon for? I'm gonna bring you something off. I know, but the salmon's so far away now. Um, this is the shrimp on a wire. With the miso lime vinaigrette, you get one, two, three, four, five, six large shrimp on him. Mm-hmm. Sort of a a, a wire. It, you know, she's right about the presentation. Um, I'm gonna grab one of these. I mean, they are really large shrimp. Ooh, it's cold. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Mmm. It's chilled. 
Mm. You gotta dip it in the sauce. Oh. Oh my god. The lot that miso lime vinaigrette, just by itself, mm. is phenomenal. Mm. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. So That's good. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys don't want this last one, so let me no. since no. let me oh, wait, let me take a taste of it and I'll split it with you because I haven't tried the chili aioli yet. Mmm. Dunk. Mmm. I think I could put that chili aioli on anything. Like this french fry. I'm going to dip this french fry in it just to see how it tastes. Me too. Mm-hmm. And what do we have left is the charcuterie. Keep that aioli, Nicholas. Don't let the... This is wonderful. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So this is a really nice size charcuterie plate, too. And sometimes you get a charcuterie plate and you get very, very small pieces of meat. You can see... Oh, look at this. Tell me how nice that prosciutto looks with the marbling and a little bit of fat on the outside. Nicholas, the fat is where the flavor comes from. The salami is perfect. Really good. So I can see that there is a... A mustard, and what was this other little? Marion, our favorite. What was this other little dip thing right here? Excuse me. I don't know which one that is. I don't know, but I'm going to try it right now. Um, Did she say what this was? She didn't. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but that's really mm. good. But see, this is how you do it. You get a bunch of friends yeah. or your family. You sit out here. You order six, eight, twelve appetizers between the four of you, and. Oh, look at Deanna making it. So you're laying some of the mustard on top of a piece of the sourdough bread with, the with some of the prosciutto. No, no, that's all you. Knock yourself. No, 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 really, that's it. That's all you. So, Marion, good call on the charcuterie. Because this is like what we do at home around the holidays. You get your family together for Christmas or whatever. You start cutting up your Italian meats and cheeses or have a friend who's staying at your house bring them over from New York for you. Tony Gaggiano. And you stand there in the kitchen around the table and just talk and laugh and eat and eat and then fight and then eat and laugh a little bit more. And eat some more. And then eat some more. And have a great time. And then you sit down for dinner. And that's what you get with this sort of um, opportunity for you. Look, we're at a table outside. There's one, two, three, four. There's four chairs, a couch. You can fit seven, eight I mean, you bring a couple more chairs. You can fit 10 people around this table. There's a breeze off the water. So out of all these, and I'm actually still hungry, out of all these, because my name is Lou Mangello, what do you think was your favorite? Mm, okay. Liz, this... I would love to hear your favorite. I... Okay, so I'm going to tell you first. Okay, ladies first. All right. So first is the oysters. Second was the shrimp. The oysters were so one minute ago. I almost forgot about them. Okay. Then the shrimp. Then the shrimp BLT. Then no, the, no, no. The 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 salmon. The salmon uh, BLT. The salmon. No, the shrimp. Then the salmon BLT. <laughs> then no. Wait. Maybe this is the 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 That's salmon. The salmon. What? That's salmon dip. The salmon creette. I like over the salmon BLT. Okay. So it's oysters, shrimp, salmon. salmon Salmon BLT. Well, that we said top three. Okay. Marion, what's your top three? Okay, so 
My first one, I think, is the brisket dip thingy. That was really good. I really liked it, and I liked how sweet it was. And then the next one would be the salmon dip thingy. And then the third one would probably be the shrimp. I really like Nicholas, your top three? Um, my number one is that brisket dip. Number two is probably the um, oysters. And number three is... I don't know. They're all good. You know, Liz, that's the difficult thing, is that they were all really good. The oysters, especially for the size of them, are cooked perfectly, so they're not rubbery. They weren't chewy at all. Like, you could actually bite into them and sort of, or even cut it easily. Um, those went fast, because those were really good. Um, the, the cheesy barbecue brisket was a really nice surprise. I didn't, that isn't what I had in my head when I ordered it. But I love how it's easily shareable. The, it was sweet and it was cheesy and creamy, and the salmon. Salmon. So I think those. Dip. Man, those are my top three. But the shrimp on a wire too was the. Deli- All right, so oysters, oysters, salmon rillette, and cheesy barbecue brisket. Now, what, how would you rank? What would your order be? And I know these are like your favorite children, but pretend. My top three in order? That's what you're asking? Okay. So number one, oysters. Two shrimp. Three, brisket. Nice. See? It is. Okay, wait. And we have to ask for what is in the secret drink. Okay. Ready? Oh, the secret drink. I think I missed an ingredient when I went over it the first time. So it's lime juice, simple syrup, pineapple juice, Bulls Blue Curacao and Zodiac Black Cherry Vodka. Blue Wilderness. And what's the price of that? It's somewhere in the range of all the other ones. That the twelve. Okay, ten to twelve. Now. Okay. Um, I think we're still picking, and there is a small, tiny part of me that's still wondering if we should try. If we try the bison, no. is it huge? Is it like a is it a big burger? If I get the bison cheeseburger, would you try it? Uh, I'll try it. I want I'm so full. You're so full. What do you think, Liz? Can we? You I think? think we try it. You, Liz says we try it. All right. Absolutely. We'll try it, and we'll pick on this. Why don't we just pick on this and get the bison cheeseburger, and then if you're still hungry, we can always come back. Uh, this one you can take. Thank you. That was excellent. Thank you. So I, I was sort of almost surprised with my with my list and my order, and some of those are interchangeable. Bring that um, cheesy barbecue brisket over here too, and and this the salmon yet There's still a look at how much comes in here. There's still a ton. But see, this is what I dig. Like I dig just sort of dippy, getting a bunch of yeah. I'm more of a dippy. So Liz, I know we haven't even touched the bison burger, which you just. It, which is literally toppling over because it's so tall. But we did happen to notice two words on the walk-up menu that caught my eye, and they are seasonal pie. Explain. Apple cranberry. Stop it. <laughs> that was easy. That was an easy one. <laughs> oh, man. Vanilla gelato to go with your warm apple cranberry pie. Oh, oh all of a sudden Marion's hungry again? <laughs> All right, let's 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 tackle the bison, and then we'll see. But so it does, um, 
the pie changes, like... Okay, change Memorial Day in the summer. Around then. Okay, so we'll have to come, we'll have one now, and then we'll have, we'll come back again. I don't know for sure, but Oh, hello. Interesting. It's subject to change. Nice. All right, I'm going to dig into the, um, into the Bison Burger. Thank you. All right, let us, uh, let's give the Bison Burger a try. Nicholas, you grab this half, and then ladies, you can grab the other half and take the ceremonial first bite. So you can see, first things first, that it is a, um, it's a hand-formed bison patty as opposed to something that is maybe a, you know, square, preformed, frozen patty. Nicholas, what do you think? That's good. <laughs> Nicholas doesn't want to even come up for air. Marion, are you too full? I might try one bite. Honey, if you wait, there ain't going to be nothing left. Have you met us before? I Mmm. Marin, you don't want any of this. Don't, no, no. There's like a beet. Mm-hmm. Some kind of beet pate or something on it. Sweet onion straws, lettuce, tomato. Oh, it's the wild berry sauce. Wow. That's what wild that is. Berry. It's actually Marion berry. Oh, is it Marion berry? Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. It's a berry sauce. It's, um, wow, that adds a really unique it's a hint of sweetness, like you think, oh, berries on your burger, but it's balanced really nicely with... It almost reminds you of Thanksgiving, you know? When you have cranberry sauce on your turkey, you don't even need a dressing on this. The dressing is that. I tore my burger apart while I was eating it. So, people might say, well... I, I can't eat bison. It's not gamey. At all. It's not fatty. It's a very lean. It's a very, very lean beef. You've cooked bison home for who? Yeah, I remember. You have? Where was I? I was? Did it taste this good? You just said no. How dare you say it about my meal? So... And there is a top ten burgers at Walt Disney World show in the works. It's been in the, I've been researching it for years. Years. Because I think you think grabbing a burger at Walt Disney World, they're all the same and they're not. That is a tasty burger because that goes to not all the accoutrement and the stuff that you put on top. It's a good burger because the bison, again, is such a lean, well-cooked piece of meat. You can really taste the difference in the quality of the meat itself. There's no... If I didn't tell you it was bison, you would just think it, it's an excellent cut of hamburger meat. What do you think? Would you... Is that something you would come back and order again? Yeah, it's really, like, good. It's, like... <laughs> Are you, you? I think that you're in a food coma. You look like you're about to f- pass out from food. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> well, the fact that it's so relaxing out here, the music in the background, the, 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 the nice breeze... Coming off Bay Lake, this is a really, really nice sort of um, getaway. Whether you're staying at the lodge, whether you're a local, or you can just take a boat over here from... How about this? Here's the day for you. You Go to Magic Kingdom early in the morning, spend a few hours there, maybe have a light lunch, 
You take the boat over here, have a nice little dinner, then you go back, hit a couple of attractions, do some fireworks, Yahtzee. And then, when you're done with the fireworks, you go to Sanaa, and then you have bread service at the lounge. You are crazy. I have been called worse. It's crazy. Why would you go back? It's crazy in a good food way. Nicholas, thank you for supporting me in my crazy food endeavors. Okay, wait, here's a better idea. Why don't you just watch the fireworks from your bed? No, I have a better idea. Why don't you get one of those sweet new cabins over at Copper Creek? Because when those open, they are going to knock your proverbial... Or why don't you just watch the fireworks from the back of your eyelids? Why don't, we just, why don't I just kick Nicholas off this couch with me and let me lay down and take a nap? And then we can do all this all over again. All right, so locals, a place that we would... This is a place that you'd say, hey, let's go here and grab... A nice light dinner or a lunch? Yeah. This is a place you want to come back to? Yes, I don't have food so much. And how does this rank among your list of lounges in terms of places that we've gone to eat at before in terms of some of the lounge food? It's one of my favorite lounges. I like the feel it gives. Like, in, in the rustic, like, like you're... In the in the woods, and Nick, look, at just, like a tavern. Look, look, just look from our from our comfy couch here, right? Get nice and close as the sun sets. Right, the sun is just setting over the peaks of Wilderness Lodge. The guys are in the background. The majestic music. I like this a lot. I've come up with a pun for this place. I call it the geyser of majestic foods. <laughs> Nicholas, you are one with the puns. So, Nicholas, ladies, you're all about it. You're gonna, you can't, they, I think there's a no sleeping policy at Geyser Point. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for leaving some of the food for me to share with you because you vultures dove into some of these things before I had a chance. Um, this is very, very high on my list of lounges and a place that I will be back to time and time again. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, my friend, the listener, for occupying this empty chair here at the table with us. I would love to hear from you. Let me know the next time or the first time you come to Geyser Point what you think. You can call the voicemail. Better yet, call the voicemail while you're here. Let me know what you think. Let me hear the sounds in the background and uh, give me your opinion of Geyser Point. And uh, there's a good chance when you're here, you might actually find me here again. So... Guys, thank you. Any last thoughts, final sayings? It's really good, and I'm really full, and I'm going to sleep. So I would come back here again. This, I think this is a good marathon, after-marathon weekend place. Hi, with the running again. Food puns, hashtag food puns for life. <laughs> awesome, guys. Thank you so much. I am going to pick on what little there is. I ate everything. There's not very much left. By the way, you know I'm tempted to order some of the seasonal pie. <laughs> it's seasonal pie. It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week. 
I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World's history or see how well you pay attention to the details, sometimes in what you see, sometimes in what you hear or heard, maybe even what you taste. And if you think you know the answer, you can enter via our online forum for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week's question was about my favorite topic at Walt Disney World, and I don't mean the history or the details or the trivia. I mean, of course, the food. And what I asked you to do last week was to tell me all of the different names of the restaurant on Disney's boardwalk located next to Flying Fish. So it's over the years, it's had... Uh, many different names and styles and flavors. I asked you to tell me what were they, and I think I even gave you the first one, which was Trattoria Al Forno. So that restaurant that's currently there, there were actually two other restaurants in that location beforehand. And again, thanks to the hundreds of you that got this one correct and maybe shared some of your favorite items from Cuisina or its predecessor, the original uh, restaurant at that location, which was Spoodles. I may have to do a poll one of these days to see which of those three, if you've eaten at all of them, you liked best. But I digress because I did take all of the correct entries and randomly selected one. And again, last week you were playing for my 102 Ways to Save Money for an At Walt Disney World book, all seven of my virtual audio tours of the Magic Kingdom, both of which you can find in the shop at www.radio.com, a WW Radio Magic Band 2.0 cover, some stickers, a hot and cold travel mug, and just because I'm in the midst of the purge of my Disney collection on eBay every Sunday, I also threw in a mystery prize that I pulled from one of the eBay lots. And spoiler alert, uh, the winner is actually going to get a bunch of old Eyes and Ears magazines, the cast member Eyes and Ears magazines, that I think go back to the early 80s, somewhere around there. So anyway, I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one, and last week's winner is Josh Walker. So Josh, congratulations. I have your address. I will get your prize package out to you right away. But if you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So in the past, I've given you some where in the world have you heard this, where I'll give you a quote from on a show or attraction, and just ask you to tell me where you heard it from. Well, this week, I'm going to add a little bit of a twist because I'm going to give you a quote and ask you who said this line from a current or former Walt Disney World show or attraction. And so tell me, who said or says, the future is truly in the past? All I need is the character's name, or you can throw in the attraction as well, since you obviously need to know the attraction to give me the character. And you have until Sunday, May 5th at 11.59 p.m. to go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the online entry form there. This way I have not just your contact information, but your mailing address, because again, I'm going to give you the same type of prize package I offered last week the book, the tours, the cover the stickers, the mug and why not, I'll give you something a mystery prize from my eBay collection, obviously before it goes up on eBay, so good luck and have fun That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you again so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I understand how valuable your time is. It is your it is your most valuable commodity, and I'm grateful that you spend and share some of it with me. All right, just a couple of quick announcements. Don't forget that I have a new book for free for you 
over at the www.radio.com website. It's 102 things to do in Walt Disney World at least once. You can find out how to download it right on the homepage. I have a new Snack of the Week video up on Facebook and YouTube and in the feed. It is the Mickey Oreo Cheesecake. Yes, it's those three words. It's that good. Speaking of the page, please do me a favor. Stop for one second. Go and like the WW Radio page over on Facebook. Would really appreciate it if you did. Have a lot of conversations going on there. I want you to not only just consume the podcast, but share it as well. Be part of the conversation. Be part of the family. And also be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Be part of the conversation for WDW Radio Live. It's a live video broadcast and chat. I'll be live from Disneyland next week at least once, and the only place you can watch it is on the WDW Radio page. Also, if you want to turn what you love into what you do, my Momentum Weekend Workshop is taking place October 14th through the 17th in Walt Disney World. We are now more than 60% sold out for tickets and only three tickets left for the optional Mastermind Day. Whether you are a solopreneur, you have an idea, or just want to turn what you love into what you do, this event, which is limited to just 50 people, will help you make real change in your life, in your business. You can find out more by visiting lumangelo.com. Thanks, as always, to the longtime and new members of the WW Radio Nation family. I sincerely appreciate all of your love and support, including David Iwanowski, Carrie Brosmer, Tara Weaver-Hawley, Keith Groshans, and Mike Masters. If you want to find out not only how you can help support the show, but also get exclusive rewards every month, including scavenger hunts, access to our private Facebook group, personalized magic band covers, logo gear, live group video calls, special nation-only events, and more, please visit wdwradio.com slash support. If you have a question you want me to answer on the air, you can email me, lou at wdwradio.com, or call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. Stay tuned to the end of the show as I'll play some of your voicemails this week. You can connect with me online. I am at Lou Mangello on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And again, please like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash wwradio. Of course, you know that I believe nothing beats a handshake and a hug. That is why I do not only a number of different events and cruises throughout the year, but monthly meetups in Walt Disney World. Working on May's Meet of the Month now, but I will tell you, I'm going to be speaking out in Disneyland next week, and I will be doing a meetup on Wednesday, May 10th, probably in the late afternoon, early evening. The best way to find out is to stay tuned to the Facebook page. I'll post it there in the next couple of days. I'll also have other meetups uh, on the road. We have our uh, Double Dip cruise coming up, our Alaska cruise coming up next year. You can find information about all those on our Facebook page as well. I'll also be planning a couple of other events on the road, uh, not in some Disney locations, as I travel to speak to businesses and uh, conferences and at schools. And if I maybe can come to speak at your event or to your school or to your business, visit lumangelo.com find out how I can help you there as well. Thanks as always to Becky Mankin and the entire team over at Mouse Fan Travel. They are my official and recommended travel providers. It's who I use. It's who I recommend because it's who I love and trust. You can find them over at mousefantravel.com and Celebrations Magazine. You can subscribe over at celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, you continue to prove that to me every single day, and I'm so grateful for that. But all I ask is that if you like the show, 
please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Take two seconds. Share a link to this or your favorite episode with your friends and in your groups and on your pages over on Facebook. And if you can, take 20 seconds to rate and review the show over on iTunes. Thanks to you. We have more than 1,200 five-star reviews. We hit number two overall in iTunes uh, about a year or so ago. I want to thank some recent reviewers like Kayla Tripp says it's her favorite podcast. Being a huge Disney fan, it is by far my favorite podcast. Nick Breitenstein says it's fun and informative. Lou does a great job with every aspect of Walt Disney World and the other Disney parks. As someone who doesn't get there often, he makes me feel like I'm there with the podcast. Gives me a huge understanding on different things I never would have known. A plus 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 podcast and full dull. I'm sorry, Dull Diamond says the best podcast I found. I became a huge Disney fan when I was 12. I bought every book I can find out about the parks and the company and Walt. And now as an adult, I just entered the world of podcast listening, and this podcast is a 12-year-old me's dream come true. Now I feel like I have a friend who understands, and best of all, can help me learn more about my favorite place ever. If I ever saw Lou Mangello in the park, I'd shake his hand and thank him so much for all he does. Dull Diamonds, I would shake your hand. I'd probably give you a not-so-very-creepy hug to thank you as well. And Top Notch, says Senior Frog. He says Lou is sincere and honest each time he's behind the mic. And Senior Frog, when I'm not in front of the mic, I'm sincere and honest too. Each show is informative and very well done. And that's from Nick, Wisconsin. Uh, Again, thanks to all of you. If you visit www.radio.com slash iTunes. It'll give you a link right over to iTunes and show you exactly how to leave your review. Finally, and most importantly, I want to say thank you again from the bottom of my heart to you for taking the time to tune in, for allowing and empowering me to do what I do and share this thing that I love with you uh, every week for so many years. And remember that it's never too late for you to have and become anything and everything that you have ever wanted. So take that first step and always keep moving forward. I hope that you have your best week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou. Jim Meeker. I'm just calling to thank you for being my friend. We are friends because we have met and I appreciate it so much. Focusing on moving to Florida and spending time in the parks. Maybe meeting up with warm me up with you to keep me focused on moving forward and going through the challenges I have. Thank you. Hi, Lou. Uh, my name is Courtney Richliano. I'm from Buffalo, New York. Uh, just calling to let you know I finished an older episode, but it was uh, episode 453, Top 10 little at Disney World and really gave me the courage I needed to actually book my solo trip. Um, so I wanted to let you know I actually booked my first solo trip today. Um, I leave in 125 days and I am so excited. Um, just looking forward to taking in the whole experience to myself and really into pin trading. So I'm really looking forward to running around the park first thing and trading all I can, which is something nobody ever wanted to do with me. So thank you so much for giving me the courage and inspiration to do this, and I'll keep you posted on how it goes. Thanks, Lou. Hi, Lou. This is Mark Thompson from Buford, Georgia. I'm not in Georgia right now. I'm actually at Shanghai Disney Resort in China. My favorite food here is the caramel popcorn. It's a little different than the caramel in the U.S., but it is addictively tasty. I also like the bratwurst they have at Pirate's Cove, and I hope you get a chance to try that. 
There are a few places that offer American style food here, but it's mostly in Disney Town parallel to Mickey Avenue. Blue Frog was one of my favorites if you want to break from the Chinese food everywhere. I can tell you that the Chinese food in China is quite different than the Chinese food in America, especially outside of the resort area. Actually, some of it is quite startling. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but don't let that restrict you from trying it. I really advise getting to downtown Shanghai if you can to try out some of the family-style restaurants where you can pick out your dinner before you sit. It's a, it's a really great experience. Um, my favorite attraction is Tron's Light Cycle Run. They really, really should add this to Walt Disney World. I'm not sure if it could fit in the area of the Tomorrowland Theater, um, as you might guess, but it would fit quite nicely, I think, in the area of the Tomorrowland Speedway. Maybe perhaps have the People Mover pass through it on its way to Space Mountain. It's a very, very well-designed attraction. It's very unique. How um, riders sit in the vehicles is very unique, and they've done, a, they've done a really spectacular job with that. It looks very nice at nighttime, very futuristic. The whole Tomorrowland is just really, really impressive. I do have to say, though, that the Pirates of the Caribbean was quite spectacular, and I have to offer really special kudos to the Imagineers who designed this attraction. I won't spoil the fun for you, but if you imagine, imagine a blend between a boat ride and the Harry Potter's Hogwarts ride experience. Um, I know that sounds kind of fantastical, but that's 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 what they offer. It's really, really cool. Um, very different than the classic Pirates rides that you remember. And I, you do get a sense of the sequel, so it does it does sound like an extension of the story, and they've done a really good job with it. Um, the boats don't necessarily always go forward or backward or even sideways or swooping or even over the water. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. It's really, really fascinating. My guess maybe is that the Pandora Forest boat ride in um, Animal Kingdom could be similar technology. I know how Disney likes to copy attractions or the ride systems. And if they do, I think you'll be most impressed. It's a very, very nice, nice attraction. Um, the thing I really like about the design of Shanghai Disneyland is that it could be thought of as a kind of a design reboot of the, of the typical layout of the Disney parks. I know Walt had all kinds of ideas when he was conceiving Disneyland's layout. Um, and the park seems to perhaps maybe harken back to some of his layout concepts, especially in the middle area in front of the castle. There's not necessarily a hub per se, but there's a fairly large open city park-like area that's much better suited for watching shows and fireworks. And there's a wide circular kind of an oval path that loops around the whole central area connecting the lands. Um, and it kind of reminds you of the World Showcase pathway, um, the way it's styled, and this um, it's much better to lay out to have and watch parades that come through. So it's very interesting how they have they've done this park, and I think it I think it really works um, as an as an alternate idea for how a park should be laid out. Right outside the park, um, where you might expect there to be a monorail station is the Shanghai subway station that can take you anywhere in the city, so that's very nice. Um, it's a great, great experience. I really advise if, if anybody comes to Shanghai to visit the park, especially if you're a Disney fan, and you'll really get to see some of the Chinese culture. The kids love to dress up as different characters and princesses and things like that. And, you know, one, if you're American, one thing that you'll notice different, you know, China for a long time has had the one child per family um, rule and so you see a lot of parents out there with just their one child and so you don't see a lot of sibling fights so <laughs> i thought that was that's sort of what reminded me of 
of you know, the experience you might see at the, the American parks. Anyway, um, all in all, I, really, I think you'll enjoy the resort, and I hope you have a great time when you get here. Thanks, Lou. Hi, Lou. This is Lindsay. And this is Connie. From Tennessee, and we just boarded Disney's Magical Express and can't wait to be magically whisked away to our resort. We are here at Walt Disney World for the Star Wars Half Marathon, and we're ready to take on the dark side. Hope to see you on the course for a sweaty hug. We have listened to you and all of your pals on WDW Radio for years and can't wait to try a few new things this year at your suggestion, one being Katsura Grill in Epcot. Thanks for all you do to bring the magic of Disney to us in Tennessee. We can't get enough of the show. Bye, Lou. Hi, Lou. This is Deanne calling from Nebraska. I thought I would just call in. I am on my walk on lunch, uh, just thinking about our trip that we are heading down in two and a half weeks. I cannot wait. We are venturing down for some beach time and Walt Disney time. And you have just kept me going and have taught me so much more about Disney in the last two years since I have found your podcast. It is absolutely amazing all the knowledge and in-depth stuff that you know and you find out. It's truly amazing. So thanks, Lou, for keeping us so excited about all the new upcoming upcoming things and food attractions to go find. <clears throat> and within the 32 years of my life, I've been down there about 15 times or so, I could say, and I never get old. I love Disney. It runs deep in my blood. I love it. So thank you, Lou. Keep on doing everything you're doing, and thanks, WDW Radio, and see you later. Bye. Good morning, Mr. Lou Mangiello. It's Charlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York, and I'm calling in to say that you have almost 60 days as of tomorrow until the Double Dip Cruise. That is two months away. It's so exciting. Yay. We are about a, almost 135 days away from Disneyland, so that means that your cruise is going to be coming up to Alaska then. Wow. You guys, or not cruise, actually trip to Shanghai. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still on a cruise. Uh, yeah, I'm just, it's raining here, and I am just, like, so happy that the weather is getting nice and warm. It's going to be like 70 degrees this week, so I hope you all have a wonderful week, and always stay positive, as Lou says. See you real soon. Hey, Lou. It's Shannon up on Cape Cod, and I am calling. I'm a little late to the party on the podcast for the top 10 cast member roles that you would like to have. Um and I thought it was funny at the very end how you and Timmy were talking about how many people that you know that will go there and retire just so they can work there. And honest to God, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be a golden girl, and I want to retire so that I can work on um, work in the Hollywood studios, you know, as a grandma, waving my big puffy white hand and blowing bubbles at all the little kids and families that come in. So I know I'm a little late. But um, I just felt compelled to share that with you. So thanks for doing what you do, and um, I'll hopefully see you soon. Bye. You've got a friend in me.
Yeah.